For the third year and counting, Richard Skipper has been celebrating the artists you love. Richard Skipper is all about celebrating life, art, and his guest body of work. Please join us while he showcases these diverse and talented individuals. Here's Richard Skipper. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to Richard Skipper Celebrates. Who or what are you celebrating today? I'll tell you who I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating Rosa Puzo. Uh, today is uh, natu- uh, it's, uh, National Volunteer Day. Uh, Rosa Puzo uh, is by my side and has been by my side for a very long time. Uh, she's my assistant. Uh, she is uh, there as uh, procuring a lot of the talent for our shows. Uh, so, Rose, I love you. I am so appreciative of all that you do. Uh, I am also appreciative of Lisa Rodrigo, uh, who helps with our PR. Uh, so thank you for all that you do, Lisa. Uh, Pam Stubbs is here. Uh, Pam, uh, will she win our special giveaway today? That's a good question because Pam is constantly winning. Uh, it's not fixed, folks. It's because she shows up. Uh, Jack Carr is here, so we are appreciative of that. Uh, and uh, we see uh, that Danielle is here as well. I'm going to go ahead and bring her on camera. Uh, Danielle, I am so thrilled that you are here today. Uh, before I uh, bring you on to talk with you, uh, I'll tell everyone a little bit about how we met. Uh, I do believe that there are no accidents in this world. And the noise that you hear in the background are gardeners and leaf blowers and all these things. So we are competing with those today as well. Uh, So that's life in the spring and summer in New York. There's a great book that I will recommend to everyone called The Listening Path. Do you know it, Danielle? No, I haven't read it. Uh, It's a great book, and it's by Julia Cameron, who was one of my goddesses. I love her. And uh, she says, embrace these sounds uh, instead of letting them annoy you. Uh, And uh, so when I go for my morning walks in the morning and I hear the leaf blowers and everything as annoying as they are sometimes, I try to embrace them. Thank God that we can hear them uh, because there's something yet. And so we take those things for granted sometimes. But uh, Danielle uh, was listening uh, and watching the show that I did uh, with Lorna Loft a few weeks ago, uh, and she won the giveaway. Uh, And then she was back once again when we had Dorothy Lyman on the show, and she won that giveaway. Now, there's a connection, because with both of those shows, um, the giveaway with Lorna was Lorna's book uh, celebrating the various incarnations of A Star is Born. Now, Moss Hart happened to have written uh, the screenplay for the Judy Garland version of A Star is Born and the uh, first A Star is Born with Janet Gaynor and Frederick March. And also he wrote a a, a, a book called Act One. And Dorothy Lyman talked about Act One on that episode and Danielle won both of those. So I have a real belief that Moss Hart has this spiritual connection between the two of us. Is that 
a real strange thing to believe, Danielle? It's not strange at all. And in fact, another synchronicity is that they arrived on the same day, even though they were sent out several weeks apart. Isn't that strange? Yeah. Or is it strange? Now, not to I, me, but nothing is strange to me anymore. Me either. <laughs> I am so glad that you and I are on the same page. And, I, you know, I begin my shows with what I call my random question. But you probably believe that there are no random questions. Am I right? Yeah, I don't really believe in random chance anymore. I've really never believed in coincidence. I remember being in second grade and having conversations about, well, what does that mean? And what are we supposed to learn from it? So it's not random to me. So here it is. I haven't even looked at it. And the question is, what's something that you believed earlier in your career, but think about differently now? Great way to start today. Yeah. Um, I think I took on a lot of beliefs from other people early on in my career, you know, especially about my line of work and how it's involved in spirituality and about energy exchange and being replenished for the energy that I extend, both in learning and honing my craft to be better for other people and in the energy that I extend when when reading and helping people. And I was um, sabotage in the way that I was selfless earlier in my career. And I ended up making myself sick a lot because I could not find a balance between helping others and also receiving for myself so that I had more than enough to help others with. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a lot to uh, take in right there. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question and I think I know the answer to this already. Uh, do you consider yourself an empath? Yes, definitely. Yes. I also consider myself an empath, and I believe that as an empath, uh, those things are happening to me on a regular basis as well. And I take in a lot. And as a result of taking these things in, I find that sometimes it's hard for me to be able to release those things that I take in. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm not even consciously aware that I'm taking things in that someone will say that will just roll off the skin of the other person, but it resonates on such a deep level with me that it, it sits with me so heavily that it stays with me for days and days and days. Do you have the same experience? I have had the same experience. Yes. Uh, honestly, it's much better now because of my practice and because of all of the tools and techniques that I've worked on over the years, you know, empaths very often have a problem with boundaries and that extends to energetic. <laughs> yeah. And it extends to energetic boundaries as well, because we don't know how to care for others and empathize with others without taking on their energy and their information. And then it becomes very difficult for us to sort through the energy that we're carrying, what is ours and what someone else's. And I find that it really stems from, um, our childhoods because there's what's called an empath narcissist polarity and so a lot of empaths will find that there was a narcissist somewhere in their childhood um, that did not have you know proper energy boundaries and that sort of made us responsible for their feelings or their energy or their emotions and it also worked in coincide with our gift and trained us that that was the right way to be so I want to go back to your childhood. Uh, are you originally from the Bronx? Uh, from Long Island. 
Long Island. So let's go back to when you were five years old. Uh, because, and those who've seen my shows, I know I sound like a broken record, but I always go back to the five-year-old self and it's worth repeating because to me, the five-year-old self is the purest self. That's before life begins to tell you who you should be or who you should not be. And I'd like to know who you were as a five-year-old self uh, before the world began to tell you you can or cannot be that person. I'm sure that with the gifts that you have, that you have devoted your life to. Um, and let's start there because a lot of people squash those gifts. Yeah. So for me, I would say that actually I think of my three-year-old self as more pure than my five-year-old self because at three, I was much more verbal and I could not um, hide anymore and my family couldn't excuse who I was playing with, who I was seeing, who I was speaking with. And um, I actually have a lot of memories of like laying down laying down drawing paper and, you know, telling my family, oh, that's so-and-so's paper. They're coloring with me. And, you know, sometimes it was Mother Mary. Sometimes it was an angel. Sometimes it was a loved one in spirit. And um, I, I found the link again because of the energy art I make now. But after that, you know, my, my mother and my grandparents who I grew up with, they were very concerned. They started speaking to other people, you know, to see if this was a real thing and how I should be treated. And after that is what I remember them trying to encourage me to shut it down or hide it or only speak with it about them. You know, and so around the time of five, when I started going to um, preschool, I remember very consciously having separation anxiety, which was also linked to the fact that around those people, I would have to hide what I was seeing and, you know, shut more of myself down. So as this was happening and was your family, I mean, do you have brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. I have some half siblings from my parents divorced when I was a very um, young infant. Now, and again, forgive me, folks. Uh, I've talked many times about Carol Channing. She was an only child. And Carol Channing said that as a little girl, she used to sit up in her room and she would have tea parties with all of her imaginary friends. And she said these people that were sitting around the table for her were very real and she could see them and they were there. And perhaps she had this gift as well. And uh, But she had names for them. They were there. And uh, as she got older, you know, she incorporated them into the characters that she played on stage. Uh, as this child, and you were, had these, you know, Mother Mary, you mentioned, and angels and everything that were around you, um, did your family encourage you or did they discourage you um, with what was happening around you? It was very on and off. Sometimes they encouraged it. My grandmother, um, who I grew up with and was very connected with, I became her caretaker later on in her life. She had gifts as well, but she was very fearful and she shut them down. So I remember growing up, sometimes I would notice someone there and notice that she was noticing them as well. And I would say, you can you can see them. And she would be very resistant and, and shutting them down. Um, so most of the time, my family needed to take it with a grain of salt. And then eventually I just stopped mentioning it all together. You know, I tried to um, 
amalgamize and, and try to to fit in more. But then I started getting ill. I got a lot of childhood illnesses. I eventually got chronic daily migraines and things because of trying to shut that part of myself out and down. And you also mentioned uh, we were uh, you were on our uh, Friday wrap up show last week. And you mentioned that you spent how many years in a wheelchair? 10. I spent 10 years in the wheelchair. And how did you, first of all, end up in the wheelchair? And then how did you eventually get out of the wheelchair? Um, so as part of being one of the caretakers for my grandparents, um, I, I needed to go to work as well to help with some of their medical expenses and bills. And um, so I tried to shut down my gift, which was calling me to explore it for my life and work and do something normal, quote unquote. And um, I had an accident. And so I was not able to, to do that any further. I was still able to be, you know, a partial caretaker to my grandmother because she had Alzheimer's dementia. So yeah. I could at least be present with her and, you know, help her in that way, which she needed. But um, yeah, it eventually, that accident, accident led me to the wheelchair for 10 years. And then um, at a certain point, which I feel personally was linked with um, astrology and my Saturn return, uh, you know, I, I decided that that was done, you know, that karma was done. And during those years, I had worked on and accepted my gift more, begun helping more people publicly. And um, I just started getting myself out of it. I switched to uh, crutch sticks and uh, started doing home versions of physical therapy and then eventually went to physical therapy. And um, I'm still not 100% where I was. It's something I still work at. I have different autoimmunes and stuff, as many empaths do. But there are things that because of my gift and the energy work I do and natural supplements that the spirits have led me to, you know, I'm in a place where my doctors never thought I would be. And it's manageable for me to live a life and help others as well. As you are going through uh, young adulthood and high school and emerging into the world, if you will, uh, and learning to find out who you are, and what you are and how you are and all of those elements coming together, um, you are starting to form the very being of your authentic self. As this is all happening, um, do you are you starting to formulate in your mind uh, where you are going to go as far as your career path? Or do you feel that you are completely driven and that it is out of your control? Or do you feel that you're totally in control of the career path that you're on? Um, I don't feel that it's out of my control, but I definitely feel that it's being led and that it's orchestrated. You know, it's much like um, a musician can choose whether they want to, to follow the conductor, um, but it, there is an orchestration happening and it's much easier if you go along with that orchestration. So, um, you know, I definitely, yeah, I definitely have experienced where, um, you know, like I said, if I've tried to do something that's that's not authentic, it's not connected with spirit, even when I'm using my gifts, if I do it in a way which does not um, promote balance, uh, then it does take effect because I'm a physical empath as well. It does take its toll on my health um, or something else. And you can tell that all of that's happening because you're you're meant for more and you're you're meant for more for yourself and in the way you help others. 
Now, I want to talk about our word for the day. Uh, and the word that I pulled for today is intelligence, uh, which I've spelled wrong here. Uh, <laughs> let me fix that. Uh, so uh, the word for today is intelligence. What does intelligence mean for you? And there are various uh, uh, levels of intelligence. Uh, as I fix this, uh, you will uh, define those levels of intelligence. Yeah, I mean, for me as well, uh, one of the first things that comes to mind is um, I, I also am neurodivergent, which I have found that many gifted people and many empaths are on some end of the spectrum and in some form. And I've never been able to learn the way others wanted me to learn. You know, I'm a voracious reader and researcher when it's something that I feel that I'm called to in that moment. But if it's something that feels controlled or suggested by others, but doesn't have resonance for me, it's it's not something that feels authentic. And so, um, you know, I had that a lot in school, like I was offered honors classes, and sometimes it didn't feel authentic for me to be in a particular honors class, because that wasn't my passion. I didn't want to extend extra energy on something that wasn't my passion. So I feel like, um, you know, the main message there with intelligence is everyone has a different way of learning and a different way of living and expressing themselves. And I think we're coming into a time when more people are going to recognize neurodivergence within themselves and within their creativity as well. Now, there are different levels today uh, of the giveaways because yes. you are very generous today. Uh, so let's start, first of all, um, uh, and you'll tell what our grand uh, prize winner will be getting at the end of today's show if you wanna go there first. So at the end of the show, by entering uh, that hashtag, we'll get you the giveaway, right, Richard? That's right. Okay, so enter that now in the comments and you'll be able to win a quantum quickie reading with me, which you can find on my website, read more about, which is damseldesigns.com. And in that, um, we answer a few of your questions. And I work in the quantum space, which means it's an area beyond space and time. We don't just need to work with spirit. We get to work with your soul as a holistic being and find out things that are relevant for you in this time and place. And there's more to this. If you have questions today and you also put your questions in with hashtag intelligence, you will answer those questions in real time during today's show. Yes. So you can also ask those questions today and not have to wait for a full reading uh, after this. And I'm gonna bring this on camera while we wait for those questions to start formulating here. And uh, we also have a coupon code. And if you can yes. tell them about this. Yes. So this coupon code that you can enter on my website, Skipper Celebrates, will give 10% off to uh, anyone who wants to participate in something that I do, which is Friday Night Lights live readings, which happens every other Friday. There is one this Friday. And it's a Zoom meeting, which many people are familiar with now. And we have a live group reading um, where you can ask your questions live in that container, which is more private than this. Sometimes people aren't comfortable asking questions like this. Um, and if you're not up to join the time live for the Fridays, uh, if you don't win the Quantum Quickie reading today, you can also use that coupon code for quantum quickie readings. And um, the coupon code is unlimited use just for your viewers. And it's good until Friday, June 10th. So there'll be several um, Friday night lights that you can opt into with that code if you'd like. And that, of course, is you know whose birthday? 
Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes one you... of my other favorites. I had a hard time telling you who my favorite was today. <laughs> yes. Is there is there a reason why you picked that date? <laughs> I wanted to because it's a Friday and because I wanted to have um, you know, people have several options of Fridays to join in. So I believe there are four um, that people can use that coupon code for if they'd like. Okay, great. So again, if any of you have any questions or anything that you want to present uh, right now to Danielle, uh, you know, and as you can see, I'm fading out. It, it, I'm fading. Uh, look at my my focus is going out of focus. Yes, I, uh, I would like to say that while we wait for questions, um, I did feel Carol come very strongly for you. And um, if if you're are you open to a message for yourself? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> So I always like to ask consent. You know, that's no, what uh, you all, uh, well, Danielle, you always have my consent. Thank you. Always. <laughs> well, uh, I did feel Carol come very strongly. And while you were speaking and telling the story, I did hear her, you know, speaking about her gifts and about her characters. So I love that. But um, even while I was waiting for you today, she did mention that um, she's connected with one of your grandmothers. And your grandmother, you know, formed a relationship with her on the other side and thanked her for um, her presence in, in your life and your career. So I, I feel her around quite strongly. And I know that she's quite a bit more serious than most people um, believe because of her smiley and funny nature and persona. Um, so she was very serious about the fact that they joined forces and you have a, a lot of maternal energy around you in spirit in older generations that are looking out for you. Well, thank you for that. And uh, Kasira McKee, who is here, who I do the Let That Go show with from time to time, and we will be bringing that show back. Uh, Kasira has been in the process of a move, so uh, we're uh, going to be doing that again. And uh, Kasira uh, worked with Carol Channing as well. And so oh. Kasira and I both know um, about, uh, uh Sarah, I am about, uh, to, uh, answer, uh, I was about to say exactly what Kasira is writing. I can't okay. Believe I'm, I'm pulling up the questions now as well over here yeah. so I can look at uh, uh, I was about to say that, uh, Kasira, uh, and I both know about Carol's serious side. Uh, Kasira is asking any psychic hits around this and I'm going to take myself off camera for just a minute. So hopefully that I can uh, focus uh, okay. while you answer that question. So we'll connect with Kasira. And then before I just get Kasira's message, I also, I'm sorry if I'm looking down, I'm looking at your questions. Um, but I also noticed that um, Doug McAllister, who I connected with a bit, said, give an example of a type of question. You could really ask anything uh, as, as specific as you would like. Sometimes because of this container, specificity helps in terms of connecting in with your energy since we're not having much of a back and forth dialogue. Um, or you can simply ask, is there a guide for a particular area of my life, such as finance, romance, health, etc.? cetera? Um, I will also mention in the quantum uh, quickie readings, because those are done by recording, um, those aren't as inclined to spirit um, conversation because they like to have a back and forth conversation. Um, but we are able to do that now. So Kasira, um, I'm hearing Carol speak about uh, one of your children, perhaps. Um, she's looking over someone 
underneath you and someone that would be sort of like a, a grandchild to her through you. Um, so I, I'm seeing a baby around you that Carol is looking out for. And you can respond in the comments. I'll be able to, to look that up. But I'm also feeling that Carol's been a big help around your health, Kasira, because of uh, Carol's own health struggles. She's really become part of your team and spirit to make sure that uh, your health is watched over uh, and that some of the struggles that she had to go through that I feel may be possible within your family line um, don't have to be activated within you or carried down from you. Okay, so you don't have a child. Um, I, I'm seeing her have a baby around you. So maybe this is the way that you were around other children um, or the way that you watch over people the way a mother would. Sometimes it can be symbolic. Um, it's her pets, I, her pets, her pets. Oh, her pets. Okay. So I if you call them babies. her babies and, you know, resonate as a mother, even though they're not a physical baby, that would make sense because of the way that she's looking over and the fact that uh, fur babies and animals can actually interact with them. Um, uh, let's go with um, Doug McAllister. Uh, do my parents accept me for who I am being gay? Okay. Um, I do feel a staunchness around, around the parents. And that was something that was probably reflected in life. I feel that... Um, your father's spirit is more accepting than your mother's spirit, which would be surprising, I'm hearing. So I would I would understand that because it feels like mom's spirit has a mask on still about that. Um, but a lot of that mask is clouded with fear for you. So a lot of mom's own fears about how you would be treated in life impacted her ability to treat you with love and acceptance. Um, from their perspective on the other side, I am I'm hearing the words unlimited. So I'm hearing the words unlimited love. Um, but just so you know that sometimes spirits still have their own things to work through on the other side. So it's not that they're not accepting. It's just that they are going through their own process on the other side that they didn't get to live out here uh, in physical reality. Oh, we have a question from Lulu. Um, what is my path in life? Mm. I'm, I think that's one of mine. Uh, hi Lulu. Uh, I can't see the picture for some reason, but sometimes you'll see me playing with cards cause it's easier to connect in and give you an image. Sometimes you'd like music, ah, music. I'm sorry, I'm hearing music. Sometimes you would like an image to connect in with when I'm giving a message. Um, so Lulu, I I'm getting- As my camera's acting up today, there's something yes. happening, something, maybe Carol's acting up. <laughs> Sometimes when you go like, when you go like this, you can ask them to move back a little bit from hey, the camera. Carol, come on, come on, Carol. <laughs> Carol, fix it. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I do, Lulu, I'm going to get to you in a second, but I do see that message from, from Doug McAllister. Um, and he's asking if his dad was gay. Uh, I do feel that he carried some inclination and that's probably why mom is also a bit more staunch about things because of how that inclination affected their relationship and because of maybe some resentment of get, of that some people say gene or or way of being getting passed on to you so doug what i would say is you know understand that that's where a lot of their process is um even working through that on the other side so it upsets some people to know that heaven isn't always perfect you know our souls are still evolving even when we pass over which explains a lot of reincarnation and and past lives and different things as well so um, just because we have access to source god and unlimited light and love doesn't mean that all of our emotions get to be perfect it just means that we receive more perspective so just so that you know doug you can never receive anything negative from their processing um, but it is helpful to be aware it's not a lack of acceptance for you. And I'm glad that you asked that follow-up question um, because it is more about their processing of how those things affected their relationship and a bit of the resentment to how it got passed on to you. But it's not about actually what you carry and who you are, uh, any of their hesitation to accept you. Kasira uh -oh. would like to know if se several of us would like to know if there is a message from someone on the other side. Okay. Do you have um, names of uh, several people would like to know so that we can narrow it down? I'm just reading the comments as well. I'm sorry if I go quiet. Um, okay. Doug thinks he understands and Doug says he always had a distant relationship and he thinks it's because of the tendencies as well. Good. Um, yeah, and it doesn't, again, you can actually, it is helpful for anyone who hasn't had the coming out conversation with their parents or other relatives. It is helpful if you have that conversation in spirit, in prayer, because it's it's cathartic to our souls as well as theirs, even though they already know because of their position. And so Kasira um, is asking if there was anyone else around her. Um, Rose, James, me. Okay. Oh, Kasira is clarifying who wanted to know if there are people around, I think. Rose, James, and her. And Lulu, because um, I know we skipped over you, I just want to say your clearest path right now, and we can talk about it more, but your clearest path right now, I was getting the word freedom big time. So a lot of changes in your life right now. Always choose the path that makes you feel more free. Wonderful. And then, um, Kasira, I was feeling there is a spirit around you who's been playing with music, Kasira. So if you've noticed that if you stream music and it goes in and out, or if you use vocal requests to play certain music and it brings up something else, that is a loved one in spirit that's coming through to do that. Um, I'm also feeling like, Kasira, this is on mom's side of the family for you. And yeah, 
um, sometimes when we don't have a back and forth and there's so many spirits trying to come in at the same time, it takes a second. So <laughs> just ask some people to, to drop back a little, but okay. So your ex Jeff was a trumpet player, Kasira. So yes, yeah, so he could be one that's doing with the music, but I'm also feeling, cause you asked if anyone's around, there is spirit coming through to you from mom's side of the family. Um, and I'm also feeling Kasira, do you have left-sided body pain ever or do you recognize a spirit that had an issue on the left side of their body because um spirit is trying to help with this with this issue so if there's muscle pain or if there's a health issue that's affecting the left side of the body know that that's being taken care of and watched over by spirit and they'll give you hints and clues about what to do about it um aunt sheila just cleared up my focus there we so, go. Thank you, Aunt Sheila. Thank you, Aunt Sheila. And most of your issues are on the left side of the body, Kasira. Okay, so thank you for validating that and clarifying. Um, yeah, that's very connected with energy that you're carrying as well. So I would look into um, doing some doing some meditation on issues that you may be carrying around for a number of years, because that's I see roots of energy in there that are affecting the physical health. So you can message me and we can talk about that more if you'd like, because that can get quite personal. But there is an energy link to that left side of the body health issue as well. Of course, always work with your doctors. Um, but I love to work with people that will work with me and communicate with their doctors who are open as well, because it makes a lot more difference, I find, in our overall health. Um, let's go to uh, Jamie Farrar, a dear friend of mine, uh, for a mm -hmm. moment. Um, and she's asking about her father um, and her best friend, Sasha. With dad, Jamie, I get um, smells, smells and tastes quite a bit. So know that I feel the connection trying to come through to you. Um, when he's with you in spirit, you will probably get an overwhelming smell. Sometimes it will make sense to what's happening in the environment. A lot of times it may not. And um, that's a great way to connect in with him. I'm also feeling that if you have a lot of issues when there are times when you want to connect with them in life and you just feel a very difficult time doing that, um, try to have one of his favorite meals if it's something that you can still eat with your diet because i feel that that because one of his um cues for spirit is also taste that will help you to cue into his energy and feel his presence more around you mm. um and for your best friend i'm getting that i feel them in the car a lot so i'm getting a lot of um time where you can communicate with them in uh private car rides wow that's great. Uh, uh, Tess, uh, did you have a question, Tess? I see. And Tess, let's see. Because um, Sarah says a couple of X's on the other side. Um, Rose has a question as well, Kasira said. And yes, Kasira, you are correct in saying my receiving side. The left side of the body is the receiving side. It's the feminine side. So when there are energy blockages there, it can be difficult for us to receive things in life, physically, spiritually, mentally. Uh, yes, uh, Tess is asking about uh, any message from her dad, Kenny. 
Uh, Lenny, Lenny, not Kenny. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot of laughter come through, Tess. So I'm feeling big laughter energy from him. I'm not feeling any heaviness on that end at all. I'm not feeling that there's any difficulty still in terms of his processing uh, on the other side. Um, and I feel that it would be most easy for you to connect and possibly even hear him or get a glimpse of him in moments when you are spontaneously laughing. So when you feel like you miss him the most and you want to connect in with him, um, try to remember that so that next time you're just laughing, especially if it's uncontrollably laughing, give him a shout out in spirit and prayer in your mind, and it'll be the easiest for him to get a message through to your energy or to feel like an energy hug come around you. Tess said he was always laughing. That's wonderful. Uh, another question from Doug. Uh, uh, my dad and his father, I believe they both had Alzheimer's. Does that clear away when they go to the other side? It does, yes. So um, that I can also speak to from personal experience because my grandmother you know, suffered with that. And um, I cared for a few family members who had Alzheimer's or dementia as well. And because I can see them during that passing process, I was able to see the immediate switch flip. Um, now, sometimes at the end, at the very last few days or minutes, they will release that anyway, and they will get a lot more clear when they're um, leaving. But if they don't, that cloud and that fog lifts from them. And I will also say a really important message that I've gotten throughout my career, for those who suffer with Alzheimer's or dementia, um, the reason why it's much more prevalent within our times and generations is because in my line of work, we understand that a lot of our souls come here to heal and clear both our soul's karma and our family lines. And we can do that by reading books and being open to mindfulness and healing and meditation. But in earlier generations, those things weren't as accepted, weren't as well known. So a lot of our family members who have suffered with Alzheimer's and dementia, they took on a physical disease and a physical way of clearing karma and history and family lines by taking on Alzheimer's or dementia. And we're lucky that that we get to choose between those two and do things for our spirit and our mental health. Um, but Doug, to answer your question, it is definitely cleared. He has a lot more clarity and they do get access to their um, experiences that they missed out on uh, having physical memories with while they suffered from the disease as well. Wow. Well, thank you for that. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, Jamie said that her father was a great cook. So that made sense regarding the food and the taste. Okay. Um, uh, any other questions? Uh, Pam says, I cared for my maternal grandmother for the last two years of her life while my mother was at work uh, in the late 1970s. Uh, Doug McAllister, another question. Any messages from my Aunt Darlena or Uncle Stuart? Um, I'm getting them sitting in rocking chairs. <laughs> so um, that could either be something you physically remember that they physically did, or they can be using it as a symbol for that they're just more so spirits to hang back and relax and rock along with the journey. I don't feel that they have much 
to verbally say. Some spirit are more comfortable speaking than others, and especially in containers like this, some are more comfortable than others. But I do feel, because you brought them up, I feel their presence. I did get a glimpse of them both. I do see them both as okay. It's just more that they're they're hanging back. They, they're big observers. Uh, Danielle, uh, do you see who is Tess Labella's uh, spirit guide? Spirit guide. Well, we have many spirit guides. And just to let you know, also, our spirit guides can change throughout life. Sometimes um, we will get guides that will come in just for a specific lesson or a specific period of time. Um, some people will have access to, let's say, three main spirit guides throughout their entire lifetime, and then additional ones will come in and out. So um, some people like to think that their loved ones in spirit become spirit guides. Um, that's very rare. They can step in as, as helpers, but guides are more souls that aren't still weighted down with the human experience so that they can have more perspective to help us. Um, wow, she froze for a moment. Interestingly, she froze on that on that uh, statement. While she's waiting, while I'm waiting for her to come back, um, I will talk about. Uh, and Daniel, if you can hear me, and I hope you can, uh, sometimes it helps if you leave uh, the studio and you come back in. Uh, it's interesting that with this show today, that we're having uh, these technical issues. You mm -hmm. know with. Uh, can you hear me, Danielle? Now I can hear you. Now yeah. you can hear me. You just froze right in suspended animation. <laughs> and you froze too. I wasn't sure whose it was. <laughs> so, Casira um, so, uh, uh, says the spirits are interacting with us right now when they are. They uh, are on, definitely on for sure. Level. And, you know, uh, I do a lot of different things and I work with a lot of different energies in addition to spirit as well. So especially that people are so... And now you're fading out. So that it, this is the weirdest thing today. Yes. I mean, it's common. So I'm trying to... I will ask them, but I think it's because so many people are very excited and specifically asking for spirit rather than um, direct questions. So when you ask specifically for spirit, those are a lot of energies, like um, kind of a train station rushing in. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Oh my God, I can feel it. <laughs> That's why um, it's a little chaotic in the beginning, especially as we differentiate who is for who. And um, if people don't have a specific question for the spirit, then what happens is they start all talking at once to try to give whatever is best. So um, I know when we cut out, we were speaking about spirit guides. Um, I was going to ask, would you like um, rather than the name of your spirit guide, which I, I don't feel is appropriate to give in this container, um, because names are very sacred, and this is something that's going to be public for everyone. Um, would you like the an animal guide that is one of your main animal guides? Because th those are. Are you asking me? Uh, who were we? Who were we ask, asking about their spirit? Uh, let's go to uh, Let's go to Kasira. Kasira. Okay. So. Let's get um, who your main animal guide. One of the things I do that we gave around to Pam last time is spirit animal medicine. So I work with spirit guides a lot. And um, let's see who wants to come through for Kasira about your animal guide, because then it's a recognizable figure that you can work with. 
Oh, that's interesting. So um, we got the cow spirit. This is a beautiful painting of, a, of some cow's eyes. And so we are now in the time of Taurus, um, which is the cow or the bull. So that's very resonant and relevant as well. Um, I actually have, um, I make monthly mandalas. So I have um, a full teaching on the cow and bull spirit animal that's on my website at the moment. But um, I would say for you, understand that the cow spirit is very much representing a maternal and motherly energy, which I believe resonates with with Carol's statement at the beginning as well. Even though we don't have a physical baby, we have the mothering energy, which you can be a mother without having physical children. Um, and so having the cow come in. Excuse me. I want to interrupt for a moment, if I may, yeah. because Kasira absolutely has this mothering state. Uh, I, I mean, she is like Mother Earth to so many people. That, that absolutely makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. And it's another thing as well of that's why we don't take messages too literally. You know, they speak in symbols. So that's why it's a conversation between myself and client and spirit to see how it fits into their world and reality. But what I was also getting with cow spirit is, um, you know, cows are nurturers. And uh, there's a beautiful image of a goddess, goddess Hathor in Egyptian tradition. And she represents giving and receiving. She's often pictured as the, the cow that is um, nurturing. Or, or suckling others and she's a great healer as well you know she healed uh, romantic partners in life she healed many people whether they were her children or not and so i'm getting that image for you as the cow and as a guide in your life and to help you also work with them to understand balance like we were saying earlier so that you can also be receptive i want to do one more and that's tesla bella mm -hmm. um let's get her animal guide okay and then I want to focus on you for a moment. Okay. Now, is Tess the one who makes um, some of the EPKs and the reels and things that you uh, do? Tess, Tess is the voice that you hear at the beginning of all of our shows. Okay, because I was seeing like um, film strips reeling while I'm while I'm asking for her animal guide. Um, Are you serious? That's yeah. great. No, Tess does the uh, Tess. Uh, is a, an amazing, uh, uh, she does voiceovers, she does uh, great commercials. She is just amazing uh, with what she does. And she does all of the voiceover work for all of my shows. Yeah. Um, so Tess, I actually feel two animals that wanna come up for you. One that you know would give us a card, but also I have some little animal carvings, crystal carvings and figures, and I have a bear a bear spirit here and i was feeling and hearing bear very much when we were um speaking about you just now so bear spirit you know representing mama bear nurture um and nature as well as the ability to be both cuddly and fierce uh you know looks can be deceiving in terms of sometimes when people expect you to be strong you can actually be uh, quite sweet and soft and then other times when people are expecting you to come in sweet and soft you're going to come in with that with that bare strength so that would be one that you can work with when maybe you're having difficulty with one aspect or the other and want to 
hone in on that. And then I also got um, deer spirit. So deers are graceful, are swift. Um, you know, if you're looking for any goddess interaction there as well, the goddess Artemis or the goddess Diana, they're the same uh, deity, just one in Greek and one in Rome. Um, you know, they help you hit your hit your mark. So work with deer spirit to either be gentle and graceful and peaceful or help you hit a specific target in life. Now, Kasira said she wants to ask a question for me. Okay. So, uh, yes, Kasira, put the question in. And uh, what I'm going to do while we're waiting for Kasira's question to come up for me, I'm anxious to see what that's going to be. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pull this up. The word for today is intelligence. Uh, so I see here that eight people have entered. Uh, so everybody get your entries in. Um, and again, uh, we're going to give away a reading at the end of the show, but you don't have to wait uh, to see if you're going to get that reading. Uh, uh, Danielle is available for all of you always. Uh, all that information will be available at the end uh, of the show. And of course, uh, if you uh, go and use uh, code Skipper Celebrates, uh, and I will have uh, the web address and everything on YouTube so that you'll be able to get in touch with Danielle. Uh, so please, please, as you can see, uh, just in this uh, short time today, uh, she is absolutely brilliant at what she does. And I'm so thrilled uh, that she said yes to being here today. Uh, Thank you. So, um, I'm waiting and uh, many, many more times, I hope that you'll uh, be here. I feel that we're connected now. I think we're uh, soulmates and we've just been uh, waiting uh, to get here. Uh, so let's, uh, I'm going to remove this here so that I can see you again. And uh, let's see here if, um, Kasira, I'm waiting. Or, or do you have a question for yourself, Richard? I don't have a question for myself. I'm waiting for Kasira's question <laughs> to come up. So okay. in the meantime, as I do with all my shows, so that I can focus on you for a moment while we're waiting for these, uh, for Kasira's question is, uh, okay, Kasira says, Richard works so hard, has been doing shows for years for free. Uh, <laughs> I think we started to answer this question already, didn't we, Richard? How can he receive a better monetarily exchange for what he does? So if you're comfortable with me saying, um, I think I already started messaging you about that from yes. Spirit the other day. <laughs> yes. Do you want to tell them? Yes. Yeah, so I um, explained to Richard that so so you can see since the first time he had me on, you know, we've been doing giveaways and I felt very drawn to, um, you know, offer things to you guys and to him so that he would not have to put the bill for those giveaways, at least for the shows that I was on. You know, I really appreciate the opportunity to interact with him and all of you and be so graciously presented in this way. And that's something that I know to be important to honor each other and um, to give in exchange, you know, as Kasira also used that word. So I've already um, encouraged Richard and from Spirit that uh, perhaps he can request that those who come on the show, if they have something that they would like to offer as the giveaway, or we can start attracting more sponsors, hopefully. Maybe some of you would like to sponsor a particular show or request a particular subject or topic and then be a sponsor in exchange for some kind of donation for Richard using his platform to do a show on that issue or person or topic. 
Um, those would all be great things. Or if you I have know, things I that know. you would like to donate, maybe someone could sponsor a, a donation. You know, if, if the guest can't give a donation for the giveaway, maybe some of the, the people in the audience would like to sponsor um, one of the giveaways. That's, I like that. And uh, one more question, and then I'm going to get to you. Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah wants to know who on the other side can assist me? Can assist you? Well, I do love that team of how Carol and, and your grandmother came through together. And, and I'm also it. feeling um, I'm feeling a male cousin on the other side as well who's coming through. So I'm not sure if you would recognize who that is, but mm. um, I'm feeling someone who they feel very gregarious, uh, definitely a male, um, gregarious and fun on the other side, but they feel it feels like there was some distance between you in life that could either be distance in age or maybe they were a second cousin um, or distance because of their ability to fully accept you or show you their full personality in life. But I'm feeling that he is working through some of his karma um, now that his um, prejudices and perceptions have lifted on the other side to be there for you and show you the kind of love that he really has always felt for you. That's wonderful. So this is my homage to James Lipton inside the Actors Studio. I've got some questions for you. Okay. Uh, so the first question is, when have you been the most motivated in your career? Um... Well, I get very motivated whenever spirit brings me something specific to do. Um, but I have to say that I've been really motivated lately with a new project, not to plug it, but it happens to be true, um, of there's something in the spiritual community called Twin Flames that a lot of people are familiar with. Uh, and I used to, there was a time when most of my clients ended up being Twin Flames, um, but there's a lot of turmoil in this relationship um, that people on the awakening path tend to deal with. And in the communities, there ended up being a lot of codependency in the way people read or heal or encourage others on the journey. And so I have um, an energy healing container, uh, an intensive energy healing that we do via Zoom. And I did the first one last month and I'm hosting it again soon. And it's freeing people in a way that I haven't yet experienced because of the ability to do it in a group. And I'm really motivated and excited about that. And I already received um, responses from people that weren't even in the group that are looking at the path differently just because of seeing me speak about it and have freed themselves from a whole bunch of pain that other people before them had to go through. Wow, that's wonderful. Um, what are the circumstances in which you most resist change in your life? Mm. I think um, when the change feels implied and when it feels like it's somebody else's decision or attempted decision for me, that's when I'm the most resistant to it. When I very clearly feel in spirit and in my heart and soul that things are supposed to be different, but people are trying to encourage or implement change based on their limited beliefs or their fears, honestly, then that's usually when I'm most resistant to it. Wow. Um, how do you want others to see you, especially after this interview? Um, I'm really excited to have more people that aren't necessarily in my typical audience see me, but mm -hmm. in an area like 
um, we haven't talked about it much, but this is something that I love for my personal spirit and have a lot of history in. So I, I love to be seen in this light and to be seen by more professionals in different fields as well. I would love for more people to get into this type of work publicly. And um, in addition to the mediumship, which we got into a lot today, uh, a lot of my focus the last few years has been helping read people from a more holistic standpoint. So that's through the quantum, through helping them understand their own energy, their own belief systems, not only the valuable thing of connecting them with loved ones, but helping them understand their traumas and their patterns and their ways of being so that they can actually manifest better and live healthier and happier lives. So I really love doing that work. That's great. In what situation do you have the least control of your emotions? Um, well, we all have triggers. You know, I, I try to work on them as best I can. But I think um, for me, probably deep-seated family wounds and stuff. And uh, the least control, I think, is when I've given people a lot of chances and they still uh, you know, don't take advantage of them or treat me with the respect that I deserve, then that's when I have the least control usually, especially if it's a, a loved one or someone that should know better. Absolutely. Uh, what would make you insane the fastest? Uh, insane the fastest? Probably when people take advantage of, of others or if they try to take advantage of, of someone I love. I'm right there with you. What is the most impact uh, important action that you've taken in your career? Getting myself out there. And uh, honestly, it's not as much career related, but working and doing the inner work to accept myself, especially because of this and, and having to be on camera more and Put myself out there in a way where you know i'm out of the closet in more than one type of closet and yeah. you know, not be afraid of other people's opinions i think um not nitpicking at myself and just doing the work and also realizing that um i'm just the messenger you know and continuing to remind myself of that it doesn't matter what other people think of the message. That's not a reflection on me. All I can do is put it out there to the best and most respectful ability that I have and then leave the rest on them. That's great. Uh, what do you consider the single most beautiful word in the world? Mm -hmm. You know, I have a problem with absolutes. I tend to have a problem with like picking one thing and absolutes, but I will say the most beautiful word to me today, I think is eloquence because actually a, a former teacher of mine that I've continued relationship with and she was a mentor, she, she texted me um, earlier this morning, she saw our previous interview and she's you know made a comment of how proud she was and how eloquent I was and made me so happy and that word has stuck with me all day so so i'm gonna go with eloquence today. i like that uh who is the person that you know with the freest spirit i would say i have an aunt who is already passed over in spirit and she uh she has the freest spirit to me um you know like i was saying we all still have our processing things and um she has she's been one of the few people that my entire life while she was here and even from the other side has always encouraged me to be 
authentic, however that was, and not need a pretense. And that is because of her ability to be a free, a free spirit. That's wonderful. And this is my last question for you. Did you ever experience any prejudice with the work that you do? And if so, how did you get through it? I definitely have. Um, I would say that I get through it by, again, reminding myself that I'm just the messenger. And honestly, I I'm someone, I love to bridge the spiritual and the scientific. So I love to also study and incorporate psychology and brain health and all of that as well. And so there's a thing that when you know enough about psychology, as well as what you can tell about people from their spirit, you understand that the way people are treating you is really just a reflection of their own beliefs and their own fears and their own inner systems. And so it makes it easier to, to get through things like that and leave their stuff on them. Absolutely. Oh my God, what a delight you are. I just, Thank you. you know, I'm going to say it. I, I'm just in love with you. Thank you. I love all your work. I was laughing out loud last night with Sandy Duncan and I've been catching uh, up. Wasn't, wasn't she fun? Yes. Oh my God, I'm such a huge fan of hers. And that was just, I had the best time with her. So we're going to give away a reading and uh, my hands are up here. So you know that I have <laughs> nothing to do uh, with who is going to get... Rose, you won. So she gets another reading. <laughs> yes, yes. See, so, no need to struggle today. No struggle, no struggle, no struggle. So I am so thrilled. I'm going to take this off here, and I'm going to uh, bring uh, up this up. I'm going to say a few closing remarks, and then I'm going to give you the final word today. I want to thank everybody who showed up today. It means the world to me, and I know it does uh, to Danielle as well. So thank you for being here today. Um, you could have been anywhere else for the past hour, but you chose to be here. Please follow Danielle. Uh, she's on Instagram uh, and other social media platforms as well. All the information will be on YouTube. Uh, after today's show, uh, please go to YouTube and leave a comment on YouTube about your thoughts about today's show. Uh, please share this with your friends. Let other people know about this platform. My goal is to celebrate. So please uh, leave a comment, uh, subscribe if you haven't done so already, uh, and share this with others. Um, and I always say go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Um, I'm also going to go a step further today, uh, and I want to thank uh, Kasira for this. Uh, if you do enjoy the show, and I normally don't do this, but I will do this today. If you enjoy the show and you feel so inclined uh, you can go to richardskipper.com, which is my website, and you can scroll to the bottom, and there is a PayPal link, and you can make a donation if you'd like to. Uh, thank you, Kasira, for that uh, idea. And uh, But you're not uh, obligated to do so. The fact that you show up is the only uh, uh, monetary uh, request that I ask. Just keep coming back. Uh, and uh, But the thing that I would really like for all of you to do uh, is after today's show, go to your Facebook friends uh, list, and I would like you all to reach out uh, to the third name that pops up. Uh, and I'd like you to reach out with a phone call. Uh, not an email message, not a text message, not a private inbox message, but a phone call. I want to talk about something else. And again, I may sound like a broken record, but please forgive me for going here. Easter Sunday 
I had a wonderful conversation with a dear friend of mine, Barbara Sickman. We talked um, about projects that she was working on, the holiday, and uh, she was looking forward to seeing my interview last night with Sandy Duncan. Uh, little did I know that that was gonna be our uh, last conversation. Um, the next day she had a massive heart attack and she was gone suddenly. Um, also this past week, uh, casting director uh, Jay Binder uh, passed away and I saw an outpouring of love for this man from so many actors in the theater world uh, about how he had changed their lives uh, and how he had really put them on the map. He had given them their most crucial audition that got them into their first Broadway show or whatever. And I read all of these posts and then I went to his Facebook page and there was none of those posts prior to his passing. And I thought how wonderful that these posts were there, but it would have been even better if those posts were there the week before. Now, I don't expect any of us to go out and do these kind of posts daily for everybody, but just imagine if we took one person each day and we chose that one person that we were going to tell that person how they made an impact on our lives. And if each of us could make a commitment of doing that every day, I think it would be a, a better world. It's very interesting because the real test of what social media, think about what social media is, social, social, social. It's liking, commenting, and sharing. Sometimes I can post something on Facebook and it will sit there and it will sit there and it will sit there. And Danielle, I'm sure you have had the same experience and nobody responds to it. And then I can post, I dropped a button and 5,000 people respond to it. Uh, perhaps it's in the living room, perhaps it's in the kitchen, look behind the stove, do this, do that. And it's just amazing to me. So if you see a post, especially from your fellow artists and people who really are trying to get a message out uh, about their work, something that they've done or something, comment on it. Leave a message, share it, do whatever you can to help them pay it forward. That's what this is all about. As my dear friend Sean Moniger says, we're all in this together, but we're not in the same boat. And you never know what someone else is going through right now. And I always say, if you're going to go out in a boat, make sure you bring a skipper along. So, Danielle, I'm going to leave the screen right now, and I'm going to give you the final word. Anything you want to say about anything that we talked about today that you want to build upon, anything that we didn't talk about that you wish we had, or just any final message that you want to leave for, with everyone right now. And uh, you are such a delight, and I hope that you and I will continue to have this spiritual bond because I think we've got it and that we will stay in touch. And uh, again, thank you for being here today. Everyone, keep the light going. We are all in this together. And I will see you later, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. Well, first of all, I want to thank you 
Richard, personally, I definitely believe that we have a spiritual bond and I, I know some of the spirit who set this up. So we'll probably talk about that, I'm sure. And thank you, Rose and Tess and everybody who works on the show and everybody who came today, because like Richard was saying, engagement is so important because it's so easy to just view something and forget to hit that like button or that share. But especially for us, you know, I'm, I'm also an artist, you know, I use my gifts to channel energy into artwork as well and writing and all sorts of things. Um, anything that we can do to get more light out there in the world and more expression. And it takes so much energy for us to do the work on ourselves and on our projects and put those things out there. And so your engagement is really helpful, especially when this is the way that we support ourselves and the way that we support our families and the way that we also then can support other causes and other people that we want to help. So your donations to to Richard are are important. I always offer that as well. You know, I leave a note that if my public works are helpful to people, I have a PayPal open for people that would like to extend donation and support works. You know, patronage is important, whether that's a donation, whether that is um, purchasing a product or a reading. Um, you know, that's vital to artists and to anyone who offers themselves and their energy and their expertise out there in service. So I really thank and appreciate those of you who are supporting Richard, the other artists that he presents, and any of you who feel called to follow me and support my works as well. That's really helpful and it helps me to also build more things that can reach more people and help more people as well. And one of my favorite things is that every time that I do this work with someone, so we mentioned, you know, in addition to spirit, I really love to help people heal themselves, raise their consciousness, understand their energy and work to craft and create better lives. And every time that happens, they have more light to enjoy for themselves, but also to share within the world. So understand, you know, I would love to work with you in that capacity, but understand that you're doing that as well. Um, the way that you're showing up and appreciating and supporting others, you are spreading the light and passing it along. So thank you for doing that. However, your gifts are inclined and however your service is in the world, please know that you are seen and appreciated. And yeah, I would love to see you again here or on my website, damseldesigns.com. You can view some of my um, energy art pieces there, uh, which are also on products, uh, journals and things like that, um, and purchase several types of reading sessions that I offer, which you can read more there. I will post the direct links to the two things that you can use your coupon code on. And if any of you would like to work together this week, you can jump into Friday Night Lights live and join the group readings via Zoom. And I will see you there or here or on my page. And I wish you love light and light codes. And I'll see you next time. Thank you again, Richard. Be blessed, everyone. Bye for now.